0: Corey, and my life philosophy is that there is always something to love. This usually translates to me enthusiastically explaining why my friends should watch a movie or read a book that just really doesn't interest them. Um, I have a lot of opinions, and what better place to put that than the internet? So join me in my journey in finding something to love about, well, you know, anything. Hello, my darlings. Today, we will be be talking about Everything, Everything, a book by Nicola Yoon and a movie that came out in 2017. I must warn you that I will be spoiling everything about Everything, Everything. So if you haven't read the book or seen the movie, this is not the podcast for you. I'm sorry. Come back. Go watch the movie, go read the book, and then come back because I'd love to talk to you about it. So in summary, this book is about a young girl trapped indoors with a severe autoimmune disease who falls in love with the boy next door. And seriously, like that's it. That's the movie. That's the book. That's that's the basic part of the story. But then you start reading it or you start watching the movie and there is so much to this. And so I'm going to apologize up front for a bit longer of an episode probably than what I normally had in mind. Um, because I just I could talk about this for a very long time and I probably will. So yes, I I actually saw the movie first, then found out it was a book, bought the book and read the book, and I felt like they did a really great job at translating the book into a movie, because there's definitely things where in the book it, it's just um it's hard to show that right, in a movie, which we all run across, which is why we always say that the book is better than the movie. But truly, I think they did a really great job artistically with translating this, Um, because it's definitely not perfect, but it's definitely really awesome. So the movie starts with us being introduced to Maddie. Um, She's a young black girl trapped indoors. Now, I only say her ethnicity, or her race because in the book she's half Chinese. Um, I'm personally happy that they stuck with at least having minority representation even if it wasn't the same ethnicity as the author wrote. Um, so it's kind of avoiding uh to all the boys I've loved before fiasco. Listen I'll talk about that later if you don't know um, how much Jenny Han went through to get her book made into a proper movie. She's a queen who fought for representation that's a whole sidebar. For this, um, Nicola Yoon, I, I know that she probably did want a half Chinese person because that is how she wrote her book. Unfortunately, that's not what Hollywood gave us, but I am glad that Hollywood gave us, um, at least some minority representation. Um, off of that, anyway, sorry, guys, I, I won't sidebar as often. So Maddie starts off the movie by letting us know how sick she is. And oh my gosh, guys, she is so sick. Legitimately, I watched this like maybe 3 weeks ago and it was actually kind of hard to watch while we're all stuck in quarantine and you'll see why. Um this young lady has not been outside since she was about 2 years old. Legitimately, um she has so sick that she can't even like go out. She literally can't breathe air. Um it just it will Give, get her super, super sick. Oh, I'm sorry. I should have said this. So the main character is played by Amaldla Stenberg, and then the main guy is Nick Robinson, whom you all know from The Fifth Wave. I love Ama- Amandla. I'm sorry if I'm saying your name so wrong, but she is a fantastic actress. She did such a good job representing Maddie. Anyway, um, Maddie has never been able to leave the house. They have this really special, like, entry chamber so when you come in the front door, you get, like, sanitized, and then you can enter the house. So basically meaning that Maddie has only ever, like, met four people in her life. This is really, hmm, this is hitting me hard. I might need to go get a glass of wine, you guys. Okay. um, <laughs> Now that we've got our wine, we can keep talking. Um, So then Maddie introduces us in the movie to the three people she has ever been in contact with. Um, Her mother her nurse Carla and the daughter of her nurse who is also her best friend these are literally like the only people she's ever met or seen but in the book she has a tutor who also comes over that's it that's literally it there's only four three to four people her brother and her father died in an accident when she was like two and so this is literally like all all she's ever been around after Maddie tells us how sick she is and what disease she has and the details of her day to day life, we meet Nick Robinson, aka Oliver, aka Ollie. Enter broody, always dressed in black, young man. Maddie lives at the windows of her house, and a young man moves in next door, and of course he's hot, and of course they like each other right away, because duh, personality aside, is hot people. Of course they love each other. Um, in the book, the way they start talking is formatted very much like an instant message, right? They hold up the little signs at the windows, give each other each other's like phone numbers, and start instant messaging. That's how we get it in the book in the movie. it's formatted differently, but this is where. I really love that artistic license that they took. So Maddie really loves architecture, and that is some of the classes she's taking online. And she actually builds models, um, and you can see that throughout the movie. So when Ollie and Maddie are talking, instead of it just being like text bubbles going across the string the screen, like in *The Fault in Our Stars*, it's actually them talking together and walking through one of her models, like they're tiny little people. I really, really loved this detail. Um, it was much easier for me. Um, as someone who does not read quickly across screens, um, having to read text messages up on screen is very hard for me, and so I found this as like a really great way to get across that they are not in the same room together, but they kind of are, right? Because they're talking still. Um, it's also a really awesome way, in my opinion, for actors to get to work together, because they, in the I mean, in real life for this, the girl Maddie is so sick, like, you could never actually see her. But Amanda and um, Nick Robinson get to act across from each other, at least in this way. It's really awesome. I love it. So anyway, unsurprisingly, they really start talking constantly, and eventually her nurse Carla breaks down and lets her meet Ollie face-to-face! Sort of. Um... They kind of do a screening of him, <laughs> you know, he has to get through all of the the front door and the desanitation, and then he has to wait for like half an hour, and then they can meet, but they can't even be like 10 feet apart from each other, they have to be like so far away, and then she, after he's gone, he can only be there, well, he can only be there for like 30 minutes, and then after he's gone, the nurse waits for a week to see if Maddie gets sick, it's a whole thing, but their young love is worth it. And that's what I love. And it's kind of also like, I'm explaining it in detail, but it's because it really unleashes like kind of this independence in Maddie um, that no one I think, including herself, saw coming right She's eighteen, she has her birthday at the beginning of the movie um she's never she's thinking she's never going to get out of this house, and then she meets this beautiful boy who's kind of broody and mad about life, but he likes her, and so she gets a credit card without telling her mom, which you know welcome being eighteen, I guess, and you can do that, but she starts ordering clothes for herself online. Which is ends up also being kind of a really big deal because her whole life she has worn like a white t-shirt jeans combo and it always gets stuck in this like decontamination incinerator thing before she can wear it. So now she starts ordering things off of ModCloth. Yay! Please sponsor me ModCloth, you're the best. But seriously, like she starts ordering really adorable clothing and her mom will be like, where'd you get this sweater? And she's like, I got it from my best friend. Don't worry about it. She's like, "Okay, fine. But she gets to like kind of start being her own person instead of her own sick person, if that makes sense. And I really um, I really love that. Um, Just choosing her own style and becoming her own human. Um, this also leads her to kind of being finally fed up with being stuck inside. She lives in Los Angeles and has never seen a beach. Like, she's like, I'm five minutes away from the beach and I've never seen an ocean. This is really, really frustrating. And the pivotal moment in both book and movie, well, in my opinion is when Maddie sees firsthand that Ollie's home life is actually really horrible. His father is super abusive. Um, There's been hints of it. She's seen a lot of people yelling, but not really sure what's going on. And then Ollie and his father get into a physical fight in the front yard. Ollie is doing it to protect his mother and sister. He kind of like goes and punches his dad. Dad punches him. And Maddie runs out the front door to stop the fight and check on Ollie. Oh my God. She left the house. She's never, ever been outside, and this is what she runs outside for. She's outside for, like, maybe a full minute. Maybe. I mean, guys, I don't even know if it's a full minute. Um, But both Ollie and Maddie's mom realize, like, at the same time what's going on, and they're both like, go inside. Um, But I pulled this quote from the book because I just really, really love it. She says, quote, My entire life I've dreamed about being in the world, and now that I have, I don't remember any of it. Just the sight of Ollie doubled over in pain, just his voice telling me to go back. End quote. It's so heartbreaking. She finally got to go outside. She, Her feet were on grass, and she doesn't remember any of it because she just wanted to help the person she loves. And I just, this is why I love young adult novels. This is truly why. But so what does she do? With all of this newfound freedom, this pivotal moment, Maddie uses her new credit card to buy two tickets to Maui. <laughs> Yay! Time to go see the ocean. Um, There's a part of it where, like, there's a family photo of when her whole family was still together before her brother and her dad died, and Maui was, like, their favorite vacation place. So it's not just kind of a random place, it really does mean a lot to her, and she sneaks out and then lies to Ollie and is like, Hey, um, we need, should go on this trip. Look at these tickets I got. And he's like, why are you outside? Stop being outside. And she's just like, uh, no, I've been on this like autoimmune thing and it's curing me. Isn't that great? And he's like, I'm sure he doesn't really believe her, but it's also like the hope of young love that you're just like, okay, the person who is sick, who can't go anywhere, Wants me to go with them. Like I want to be protective and also like I want to believe that they're not sick, right? Or or something. Um, I don't know. I think Nicola Yoon does a great job of kind of looking at the inner workings of both their minds. Um, so they head on out to Maui because what adult doesn't question two 18-year-olds who have their own plane tickets and can rent a car somehow? I don't want to talk about it. They rent a car and get a hotel room. I don't think you can do that, even with a credit card if you're 18, but who knows? Well, the hotel room, I think you can, but whatever. Um, they have a really lovely, exciting time in Maui. Maddie gets to swim in the ocean, eat amazing food, go for drives. Like, it's the little things. She's never been in a car until they drive to the airport. Like, she'd never gone in a car. Going 20 miles an hour feels so fast to her. Just crazy. So then, of course, she has a heart attack. In the book, it's a heart attack. In the movie, she kind of just seems to have a fever and then like a seizure, but she has a heart attack because she has no immune system. She's never been outside. She's ill. She doesn't have immunity. So she makes it like two days before just her body gives up. She's dressed to a hospital and there's like this short little montage where she's back at home being taken care of by her mom, who's a doctor. Did I mention that before? I should have. Her mother is a doctor, guys. And then she stops talking to Ollie. She and Ollie kind of have a falling out. Her mother tells her, You can't ever talk to him again. She's so sick, she agrees. And in the midst of all of this, Ollie, his mother, and his sister kind of escape in the middle of the night and move back to New York, where he's from. And so that's kind of it. Like, bye, Ollie. And Maddie's sick, and just seeing that her life will be like this forever. She'll always be in the house with her mother. Um, Carla, her nurse, got fired because, you know, she allowed Ollie to come into Maddie's life. Everything. So, guys, right when you think that this is it, this is so sad. Why is this book called Everything, Everything? Why what is going on? This is when the bomb drops. I don't know how else to express that. Literally, like, your brain then explodes. Maddie gets a call from the doctor who treated her in Maui, who confirms that she just has a weak immune system. Probably from being kept away from people her whole life, but she doesn't have a disease. The doctor is like, where's your disease? I I don't see it. There's nothing in you that shows you have a disease. You just need to, like, get sick a couple times and get better. So Maddie flips out and starts going through all of her medical paperwork. Over and over. And she can't find one single form that states that she has an autoimmune disease. Nothing. Her mother is a doctor and is meticulous and takes her blood pressure and temperature every day, like five times a day. And there is no paperwork stating that Maddie has this autoimmune disease. I think it was called SIDS. I'm so sorry. I really should have looked it up before I did this Um, because apparently people really do have it. But anyway, um her mother i don't know it's just it's insane right so her mother just doesn't have any paperwork nothing maddie confronts her mother when she comes home from work and it it turns out she has been lying this whole time maddie is not sick her mother just could not stand to lose her after she lost her husband and her brother or her husband and her son but maddie's father and brother So she made up this whole thing. Maddie was kind of sick as an infant, but like how all of us are maybe a little sick, like she had some sinus infections, whatever, nothing bad stuff. She probably would have grown out of, but her mother like lost her mind, I guess. I don't know what a kind way to say this is, but the book is so good, but her mother lost it. Like she just couldn't lose anyone else. And so she just invented that Maddie had a disease that people really do have and then kept her inside. That's it, guy. I mean, it's crazy. It's so crazy. I could talk about that part forever, and not to diagnose anything, and they never say anything. But it sounds like that Munchausens, or like Munchausens by proxy, sort of. Except she doesn't want the sympathy part. She just doesn't want her daughter to leave her, which I think is a good reason why Nicole, you never like says like diagnoses the mother with anything, and the movie never diagnoses her as anything. But ha, guys, Maddie is fine. This whole movie, we have been sitting here going, don't go outside, you're okay, don't touch Ollie, don't do it, and she, she's fine, she just needs a little herd immunity, or whatever it's called. <sighs> so she, of course, Maddie, our beautiful heroine, who, how do you deal with that? I don't even know how you start to deal with that, but she moves out. She's able to go and live with her nurse, Carla, who raised her, basically, alongside her mother, um... And kind of starts to enter into real society. It's it's fascinating in the movie that, like, it's there's this long, drawn-out montages. And this portion is so short. It's like, she moved in with Carla. She kind of confronts her mom and says, why did you lie to me? And then all of a sudden, she's on a plane to New York. And you're like, wait, how did you get to the plane to New York? Aren't you, Don't you need to wear a mask or something? You're like, still not probably super immune to things. Ugh, who knows? But anyway, she's written to Ollie. And said, I know you don't want to talk to me, but please meet me in this bookstore in New York that we've discussed previously. You'll find me where my favorite book is. Which, her favorite book was The Little Prince by Antoine de Saint-Exupery. Exupery, sorry. And um, they meet, and they have a wonderful heartfelt kiss. And that's it. That's the end. Um, And in the movie, actually in both of them, they do a really great job of showing you why... Nicola Yoon chose the phrase, everything, everything, because it just doesn't seem like much. Um, and you're really not sure what's going on. Well, so Maddie had been writing kind of like spoiler reviews of books she read because she's probably read thousands of books. That's her entertainment. So every time she would write a spoiler review of the books she read, she'd post them on the internet to connect with people. I don't understand that at all. I've never tried to do that. <laughs> So, she and Ollie connect with this, and at the end, she writes her thing, and her her reviews are called Life is Short, and this one is The Little Prince, spoiler alert, love is worth everything, everything, and that's it. This is the book, movie, everything, everything. Truly, if you love young adult novels and books, I just, I so recommend it, um, both of them. Definitely read the book first, just because I think you should always read the book first, um... Again, Everything, Everything by Nicola Yoon, Y-O-O-N. And, I mean, I would give this a 9 out of 10 in young adult novels. It's super fast read, really well written. There's really fun kind of like the way she utilizes color paging, which you'll see what I mean if you read it. Um, Certain pages are like black because of, like, an illness or something. Um, And then just the way she shows how all of the text messages go or all the instant messages. The movie is also really great. Both the actors are fantastic. Actually, every actor in the movie is really fantastic. It's a small cast, which is fun to watch. Um, And I just think that this is definitely one of those... It's a much longer podcast, guys, because I could just keep talking about this. I could keep talking about... Maddie and all the emotional and mental things she probably had to go through, but I won't. I will let you go watch it for yourself. Read it for yourself. Thanks so much for listening. And remember, there is always something to love. Bye!